You're listening to Ouija Bras. This is Liz. This is Devin. I think I said Ouija Bras. Ouija Bras. They, uh, <laughs> I mean, Liz, that's what we do. We uplift. We yeah. empower. And sometimes our topics are very divisive, so I'd say we separate. Oh, if you had, like, a Ouija board on a bra, mm. would the planchette be like a necklace? I think it'd be nipple clamps, wouldn't it? Wow. Or maybe it would be like a mitten that the other person would wear and like spell things out like sex dice. So now what I want to do is, yeah, just like sex dice. Now what I want to do is uh, uh, like a fetish party or a burlesque act where you just have a bra and one is yes and the other is no. And people can wear a planchette mitten. And and I don't know if you ask them questions or the room at large asks questions and then they just come touch your boobs to answer. You mean touch your boobs? <laughs> yes. Yes, I volunteer as tribute to be the board. Uh, to be the broad. I, to be the broad. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, what this is supposed to be is a pickup intro for us to continue talking about food. Yes. Because we talked about food for so long and put no breaks in it because Mm-mm. we didn't really know when it needed to have a break. Mm-mm. But. I thought I would just do an intro after the fact and tell people that we're about to tell you more about Washington food, all the interesting stuff that mm-hmm. we've thought about, and mysteries, mystery soda machines, mm-hmm. all kinds of weird crap you didn't even know. And if you've got stuff that comes to mind when you listen to this, and when you've heard all of them, yeah, when you've heard all of them, if we didn't cover something for Washington that you really, really think we should have covered please reach out to us and let us know nicely. But do let us know and be nice to us. Liz <laughs> and I are both very fragile this week. Please be good to us. Yeah. So anyway, my point is definitely reach out to us and we'll see if we can fold it into other episodes later. But in the meantime, enjoy everything we had to say about food in Washington State and how to eat weird Man, I want some seafood. Yeah, seafood sounds good. Oh my really god. Good. Hey, you wanna hear here, I've got something for you. A lobster mushroom is neither a lobster nor a mushroom. Discuss. Discuss. And in fact, <laughs> lobster mushrooms, people will say that it was because the way the flesh looks, it's red on the outside and white on the inside. But as I learned from mycophilia, which I recently am still trying to slog through because, oh my God, this woman is awesome but talks about mushrooms. It was just because they were running out of fucking names. Seriously? It doesn't even taste like seafood? It doesn't taste like seafood. No, according to this well, book, get it the f- together, they people. were just like, eh, lobster. There you go. Kind of looks like one, doesn't it? It's like calling it the Cadillac of mushrooms. They're like, it's like lobster. It's like champagne. Mm-hmm. It's the caviar of mushrooms. Mm-hmm. No. Hypomyces lactifluorum. Ooh. You say that. Neither good. a lobster nor a mushroom. Mm. It's a parasitic fungus yeah. in the Northwest, which I decided to cover in Washington. Don't at me, folks. I know that it's not like apple maggot quarantine, like these things never leave the boundaries of the state. Right. You've seen these signs, right? On oh, the yeah. You're driving up to Green Bluff. We used to sing us. We used to go Apple Maggot Quarantine, Apple Maggot Quarantine. That's so funny. <laughs> oh, I love it. You're not allowed to bring fresh fruit past a certain day no. because of the Apple Maggot Quarantine. Because of Maggot so, yes, Quarantine. I know. Yep. A lot of these things that you had to finish the song. I love yep, it. Sorry. A lot of the things that aren't that that I'm going to cover in a specific state aren't only in that state, but I'm trying to spread it around. Right. A I'm giving a little bit 
to everybody. Yeah. But so the lobster mushroom is not a mushroom. It is a parasitic fungus, mm-hmm. which just makes me think of like the cordyceps fungus. You know that terrifying thing that like t- possesses oh, the ants? ants. Yes. And then they climb. It like makes them climb up a a a grass stem, and then it grows out of their fucking skull. Yep. Like the fucking yep. alien. It's so grody. And then infects other ones. And if the other ants find one that's infected, they like banish it yep. forever. Yep. Oh man, that's so oh, my sad. God. So it's a parasitic fungus, not a mushroom. Yeah. And it attacks mushrooms, and a mushroom that's been attacked by this takes on this bumpy, bright orange outer skin Mm -hmm. and still has this creamy white interior and contorts into these weird shapes and starts producing the spores of the lobster mushroom. Yeah. In old growth forests in the Pacific Northwest. Yeah. Yeah, so you've got to forage them. Like, a lot of our great, you know, the Pacific Golden Mushroom, the mm-hmm. Morel Mushroom. You can't just grow this shit. No, nope. no. Nope. They're crunchy, apparently. I have, I don't think I've tried mm. one. If I have, I didn't know it was a big deal. No, I'm looking up on a line. I just looked up lobster mushroom. Apparently, one pound of dried lobster mushrooms goes for $62.99 on Life Gourmet Shop. Shit, I'm looking at a picture that says lobster mushroom, $18 a pound. So I bet, as ever, it's like, did you go to the farmer's market or did you go online? Yeah, well, and is it dried or is it fresh? Because that's another thing that you have problems with in the itinerant mushroom picker circuit are people injecting their mushrooms with slight bits of water to make them heavier. (gasps) So when they go to a guy who's, like, buying pounds of porcine mushrooms or whatever, are they making them slight mushroom juicing? Yep. Yep, y'all gotta read this oh book. It is hard to get through. I've been tackling it for months, but it's really interesting. Oh my god. Okay, so we didn't finish the thing with the crab, Louie. Oh, tell me. The thing is, the thing with a mushroom, with a with mushroom, Louie. <laughs> the thing with a crab, Louie, is if Louie Davendor- Davendor? <laughs> what are you doing? Okay, what are you doing? I don't you know. Don't. I'm making a podcast. What are yeah, you doing? Yeah, helping. If Louis Davenport did not invent this thing, why is it called the Crab Louie? <laughs> That's my same thing with Thousand Islands dressing. I'm like, I'm open to arguments that it was invented elsewhere in the Thousand Islands besides Heart Island, but then why is it called Thousand Island dressing? <laughs> That's a fair point. You know, t- none of the other people who claim to invented it are named Louie. Uh, there you saying. go. No, I think you're onto something. Hey, you know what else is crunchy and upsetting? Your mom. Gooey ducks. Oh, gooey ducks. Your mom is not crunchy and upsetting. I love your mother. Oh, but gooey ducks. <laughs> oh, I hate them. I hate them. Gooey no, ducks. No, they're penises. The biggest clam. <laughs> they look like dicks. But not the kind you not want. Not the kind you want. No. They look like gray uncircumcised penises of old men that are coming out of these awful clamshells. These dirty rocks. Uh, Six feet long. Oh my god, they get so big. I mean, I love clams. I love mussels. I mean, that's what they are. They're a giant tongue. You know, they're a giant muscle. I love that it's actually their foot. You know, that's a... Uh, that's how they move, and they stand, and they... Dickfoot. Oh, but they're gross. Dickfoot is right. You love them in general or to eat? In general. I don't like eating them. You just appreciate that they're doing they're their thing. They're just cool. They're like Filtering snails. water and whatnot. Yeah. yeah. Okay, I'm into that. I love the way they go so through the, Pacific- the sea. They little little clamshell butterfly and all through the ocean. <laughs> that's that's evocative. You know what that means. I don't have to that's spell it out. That's how they do. Yep. Yep. <laughs> 
my god. Okay, so the gooey duck, mm-hmm. spelled geoduck, not yeah. pronounced that way, because when you take words from one language and put them in another yeah. language, sometimes pronunciation's not intuitive. Yeah. We don't actually know technically what it means, we just know it's something dick. Do we really? <laughs> is it? Yeah. So, so it's like gooey dick, and ick <laughs> is like genitals. <laughs> Or possibly it's a phrase that means dig deep. Or maybe it's a double entendre. Yes. Which is great because I love puns in other languages. I do as well. That makes me really happy. Yeah. In Chinese, they call it the elephant trunk clam, which I think is quite euphemistic. Isn't it? Everybody just take a second. Yeah. If you're not driving, and go look at a picture of one of these things. Yep. I'm going to go look at a picture right now. Yep. I'm going to treat myself. Yep. You only live once. You can do it. I don't need to see it. Gooey duck. Type geo duck. I don't need to see it. I know. It doesn't say gooey duck. (sighs) That's just one of the ways that we test if you're from around here. Like, do you say walla walla or walla walla? Right. Walla walla. I guess I can see the elephant trunk thing, too. Because it's kind of grayish. I can see that. It's a little gray. It's got some of those, like, striations. Yeah. But really... Especially with the bivalve at the bottom. Yeah. She looked like a dick. Yeah. Yeah. And she kind of droop a little bit. Yeah. It's a droopy. <laughs> you hold them up. Mm. It's a little droopy. It's a little cleft at the top. <laughs> I'm sorry if you know me and you're hearing me talk this much about dicks, but this is the life we made. This is the world we chose. I didn't sign up for so, this. The gooey duck. <laughs> is native to the west coast of Canada and the northwest coast of the U.S. Mm -hmm. The biggest clam in the world. Largest burrowing clams in the world, I guess. There's probably... I'm imagining what's bigger is, like, those clams from cartoons that grab you if you try to get the treasure. And the clam won't quit it. Scientifically. Scientifically, those cartoons is my understanding. I think you're right. Yeah, so on average, they're about... One and a half to two pounds, which is big for a clam, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, they. it's not unheard of to have one that weighs 15 pounds. Oh, Jesus. And is over six feet long. Oh, Jesus. It's just, just upsetting. they At that point, it's just an anaconda. It is. And it don't want none, hun. Yeah. They live so long because they don't do shit. <laughs> That's why I'm going to live forever. They usually live like 140 oh, years. Oh, my God. So just think of that. If you, like, pull up a a gooey duck, you're like, oh, you're from the Civil War. You're probably a racist clown. (laughs) Which is why I can kill you and not feel bad about it, you gross little thing. Fuck off, Nazi clam. Get the fuck out of here. (laughs) Fuck out of here, Nazi clam. I'm sorry, gooey ducks. You don't deserve this. Yeah, they do. You're neither gooey nor a duck. (laughs) You're upsettingly crunchy. (laughs) I have eaten raw gooey ducks. What? Yes, it sells for over $150 a pound. They love it in China, because oh in China, I'm sorry, China, but there's a certain portion of your market that has a lot of money, and you like things that look like Yeah, dicks. you do. Mm-hmm. But not in a gay mm-hmm. way, apparently. Mm-mm. It's complicated. Mm-mm. You like things that are good for your dicks, but things that look like dicks? Mm-hmm. I don't know. $150 a pound for a gooey oh duck, and God. an average one is one and a half pounds. We were at Sushi.com, a name that has not aged well in the past 15 to 20 years. Yeah, sure hasn't. The first time Matt saw it, so it used to say Saki Bar, but the bottom half of the S fell off, so now it looks like it says Cake Bar. And Matt was like, ooh, a cake bar? 
Yeah. <laughs> you fucking wish. Yeah, right? Oh, man. But yes, I was like, well, why not? So in China, they eat it in, like, fondue-style hot pot, right? Oh. Where you, like, cook it. Okay. In Korean cuisine, they eat it raw with spicy chili sauce. Never a bad choice. But in Japan, oh. they prep it, like, raw sashimi, and you dip it in soy sauce and wasabi. Oh. And I've tried it, just like I've tried sea urchin. I will try a lot of things if you tell me it's sushi. Oh. Mm-hmm. Why don't you like it? That's the noise I make. Yeah. Because it's crunchy in the wrong Ugh. way. God, you weren't kidding. And I'm like, closing my eyes right now to kind of like flash back to that experience. Mm. It's kind of like, almost like a vegetable is crunchy. Mm. Like how a beet is crunchy or mm. hikama. It has that hikama kind of suckiness. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And but with a like fishy edge. Mm. Yeah. I, just like a little slice of it and like a little bit of sweetness. It is sweet. No. For a fish. No. For a sea creature. No. I'm not getting any. Why do that when you can just eat salmon? Why do that when you can eat a Snickers? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Legitimate question. <laughs> right. Oh God. Ugh. Oh my god! All right. Well, I'm glad that you so tried some- it, so you can talk about it on the show. But I don't. I'm. That's not happening for me. Life is short, and I want to eat it. Yeah, you do. Um, I do. So here's things that I think are classic Washington food, and argue with me. At I will. always will. Tartar with fries. Go for it. Right. So good. Oh my god. Yes. No one out here knows how to yeah. do tartar sauce. Zips, shout no. out to Zips in Washington for your crinkle cut French fries. Sometimes the ones at the fair, you get them, or at Pig Out in the Park, those are double fried. So shout out to Zips with your crinkle cut mm-hmm. French fries and your tartar sauce. Yes, please. Yes. And they just said, like, ketchup or tartar? Ketchup or tartar? Ketchup or tartar, yeah. And if you're not from here, you're like, I didn't order fish and chips. Why would I want tartar sauce? Mm. And you're like, because it's fucking good on fries is why. Oh, my God. Yeah. that's the, the, the There's half of fish and chips. Fish and chips. What are you going to eat with the chips? It's going to be yeah. fucking tartar sauce, my friend. Yeah. Mayo, good. Oh, Relish, so good. good. Ish. Tartar sauce, good. Bam. Good on fries. Yeah, Zips is like this fast food chain that is represented by a fast rabbit Mm -hmm. and it's from before mcdonald's and Mm -hmm. somehow manages to survive in this era of mcdonald's like 60 years later because it's delicious it's pretty damn good yeah yeah it's It's not like dick's good but it's pretty good really see and i like zips better than dicks (laughs) that's because you don't drink as much as me yep that'd be why yeah Damn. That'd be why. No, so dicks. Did you know the Seattle dicks and the Spokane dicks are totally different? Okay, that makes me really unhappy, and so I always forget it on purpose. Okay. That's wrong. They they look the same. They both look like the shitty, weird, George Jetson versions of a hamburger restaurant. And they buy burgers by the bag full. Yes, by the bagful. Yeah. So on the west side, they've got a couple locations, and they're called Zips, because I guess the whole thing is, like, evoking speed. And on the east side, we have one, and it is Dick's mm-hmm. Hamburgers by the Bagful, mm-hmm. which, if you are familiar with the phrase, eat a bag of Dick's, <laughs> that's pretty evocative. <laughs> yeah. Now, Dick's is an amazing restaurant, they, they accept credit cards now, oh. and I have really mixed feelings about That's a it. I'm like, 
I loved who you were, Dix. You were a yeah. place that paid $15 an hour and gave health insurance to your employees and never fucking touched a credit card. Yeah. Cash or get out. Yeah. Yeah. There's always seagulls because they always want to eat your fries. Yeah. Everything is breathtakingly cheap. Oh, my gosh. really good. It Like a gut bomb. Total grease gut bomb. But you can get it oh for God. $4. You could get a drink, fries, and a burger if that, you know. And, uh, yeah, there were always seagulls, and there were always stoned high schoolers, and there were always, not to be mean, but there were always homeless people hanging out. It's No, it's the Spokane Homeless People Social Club. Yeah. Because everybody needs a social club. Yeah. And why not have it be someplace that is delicious and cheap and has outdoor seating? Yep. No, we went there and we had a great conversation with a dude who was just sort of wandering around picking up change. I took Liddy there to get her first dole whip. <gasps> yes. Oh, my goodness. Mm. Oh, was she so excited? Yeah. Yes. It's the great equalizer. Mm-hmm. I feel like she's wearing a pirate costume, which sounds about right. That sounds about right. Yeah, but we were like, we got to get some food. I have seen somebody who has engaged a sex worker pull over and let her out to go order some dicks. <laughs> To, like, bring back and, I guess, give her stamina. <laughs> there is a guy who is so famous, he has his own Facebook page called Vinny from Dicks. Yes. Have you met Vinny? I've met Vinny several times. I yep. love Vinny. He's a nice Vinny guy. Vinny is the ambassador of Spokane. Yep. He has the best smile you'll ever see in the entire world. He usually hangs out at Dicks, not exclusively yep. on nights when, like, the clubs are hopping. He'll go hang out by the clubs. Yeah. And he is just amazing. Yep. He's just an amazing person who lives in the world. Mm-hmm. And you can get some tartar with your goddamn fries, as God intended. Oh, God, just the way you're supposed to. Now, what I understand about Seattle is the quintessential fast food there is teriyaki. I can neither confirm nor deny that. What everybody is telling me when I looked into this is that the teriyaki joint, which is not Japanese food. It's a totally different thing, mm-hmm. right? Teriyaki, like quick teriyaki, like here's our chicken thighs cooked in sugary soy sauce, here's your pineapple, here's your white rice. The New York Times has called teriyaki Seattle's version of the Chicago dog. For real? So like... How did I not know this? I don't know. Do you like teriyaki? Yeah. I guess that's yeah. why. I like I love I love yakisoba noodles with meat and I love fried rice and I don't know that mm-hmm. any of that is necessarily teriyaki. No, teriyaki just like like the classic burger is like burger, pickles, lettuce, mayo, yeah. not mayo. What yes. the fuck am I saying? Ketchup, Ugh, mustard, gross. and fries. Okay. Right, the classic teriyaki is you've got your chicken thighs, they got the marinade on a hot grill, caramelizes the sugars. You slice it up, you put it on the white rice, Yeah. the sauce comes down, you got a little salad on the side that's like iceberg and carrot and cabbage okay. with a little rice vinaigrette. Oh my god. Okay. That's like the Seattle thing. And not that other places don't do teriyaki, but they don't do it as fast as Seattle and they don't that's do fair. it fucking everywhere. <laughs> yeah, okay. Okay. But sadly, it's kind of fading out right now because it's not like as trendy, oh, but boo. it's a very specific, weird Seattle thing. Okay. Seattle teriyaki. Just like the Chicago hot dog yeah. or the Philadelphia cheesesteak. Yeah. All right. Oh my God. What else is Washington food? <laughs> apples and cutlets. Apples and fucking apples and cutlets. <laughs> we put you on notice. <laughs> I can make you so angry. You've been told. 
<laughs> I don't like Turkish delight, and I don't like a fake American fruit version. <laughs> no. No. Oh, Cucumber cherries, same. <laughs> same. Almond roca, you're okay. Yeah. So the lobster mushroom. Ooh. Um, have you had a Japanese hot dog? Mm-mm. What is that? That is a hot dog, but it has seaweed on top and teriyaki and kewpie mayo. So do- they call it the Japa dog, which sounds racist. Wow, it does. Wow. We even does. have them in Spokane now. You can get the Seattle style hot dog, which is a hot dog with cream cheese and sauteed onions. Seattle, I don't know how you claimed cream cheese, but Why? good job. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. With sriracha and jalapenos, if you want. Mm, I don't like that. Liz. I like sriracha and cream cheese together. That's like a nice mix, but. Mm. Or you can get your Japanese hot dogs with your like. Mm, little seaweed, a little salty. Is the seaweed stuff going is on. it like dried seaweed that's flaky or is yeah. it wet? Okay, yeah, see yeah, that's yeah. okay. I don't like pure like umami and salt. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god! Let me tell you about yeah. the new thing that's going to be the hipster trend in like three to five years. Are you ready? I'm ready for it. Because like your deal is you're really good at predicting fashion trends. Yeah, I don't know why I'm not fashionable, but you're good at it and you're beautiful. Yeah. You're beyond oh, thank fashion. You. Thank you. My deal is I'm really good at predicting food trends, like release, or when I told you, like, two years before the fact that everybody was going to be doing Moscow Mules. You did Moscow Mules. I think you picked Macron's, if Mm -hmm. I remember, and you knew cupcakes were exploding before they became so boring. I knew they were over before they became big. Yeah, exactly. But let me tell you what's going to be the thing. It's called Macaulay. Okay. It is a Korean beverage, a Korean alcoholic beverage that is like fizzy. It's sort of tangy and sweet. It's like a rice wine. And it has been out of favor in South Korea since like the 80s. Okay. Because it's considered like farmer's alcohol. Gotcha. There's a class thing happening. Mm-hmm. Like, what I understand is that to most people, when you're like, ooh, I'm drinking Macaulay, they're like, oh, you're drinking, like, a farmer. Okay. Yeah. Sweet. I'm trying to be sophisticated over here, and you're invoking, (laughs) like, my grandpa and his Genesee cream ale, which also is trendy. I can get it out here, and it's bizarre to me, because my grandpa used to call it Panthropus. God damn it. True story. grandpas. Because that's what they call cougars up there sometimes is panthers. Yeah, panthers. So Macaulay has this kind of low alcohol content like a beer, like 6 to 8%. It's pretty refreshing. And here's why the hipsters are going to love it. It has lactobacilli. It has, like, the gut bacteria. Oh. It's like kombucha that gets you drunk. Yeah, it's going to be kombucha that gets you drunk. It has rice, water, and a dried wheat mixture called nuruk. Or something that has yeast in it. And it's actually pretty easy to make. You just need a couple days and then it's ready. No. It's the new thing, right? Like, every everybody okay. is making their own fucking kombucha. Everybody's making yes. their own yogurt and cheese. Everybody's making yes. their own shrubs. And what's the other thing I'm trying to think of? Sourdough. Kimchi. Yeah, there you go. they're going to make their own Macaulay. All right. Because it's easy and it's popular and it's not as good when it's bottled because you have to, like, Ooh. pasteurize it or whatnot. Okay. Yeah. So one of the few places in the U.S., that you can actually get fresh-made Macaulay is in Pioneer Square. 
What? Yep. No in way. a Korean restaurant called okay. Girin. What is it? Girin Korean Sambar. And they make their own, like, a light version, and they make a strong version. Okay. So I am putting we- it down now today, February 25th, 2018. <laughs> this is going to be the next big thing. Yeah? Is people are going to be so psyched about getting to brew their own Macaulay and get yeah? to get drunk on something they cooked themselves. Yeah? I'm That's- calling it now. All right. All right. So, yeah. Signature food brands of Washington, obviously... They that shall not be named of the candies. <laughs> yeah. Having none Lost of your shit candies, you've been told. Right over that. Um, Tim's classic potato chips. Yes. Oh, they're good. They're really good. Extra if you like your potato chips extra crunchy, mm-hmm. shoot. Mm-hmm. Like, do you really love it when the chip maybe kind of lacerates the roof of your mouth, but it yes. hurts so good? Yes, the salt gets it's like a direct access to your bloodstream for the fat. <laughs> Oh, you submit to Tim's classic potato chips. Yes, do it. Kettle brewed. They've got those red and white stripes. You'll know them when you see them. They're good. I had Cougar Gold. We already got there. Of course. Jones Soda is a Washington thing, which I had never really thought about, but it makes a ton of sense and you realize how fucking weird they are. Yeah, right. And they do their weird flavors. Yeah. I would like to read you some of their weird flavors. Please do. Turkey and gravy. Dumb. Wild herb stuffing. Gross. Brussels sprout soda. Stop it. Corn on the cob soda. Hate it. Latka soda. You like latkas, Devin. Not to drink. Applesauce soda. Okay, you get a pass. Chocolate coin soda. (laughs) What? No, that's money. Move on. For the vegans, tofurkey and gravy. (laughs) Fuck your face. That is so dumb. Fuck your face. Peanut butter and jelly. Sick. Sugar plum. Okay. Pear tree and gingerbread. I'm allergic to ginger, and you can't eat a whole tree. That's right. That's why you get so fucking fighty when you take that um, anti-motion sickness thing. Well, I can't take Dramamine, because Dramamine makes me mean, and I can't use the whole, some naturopathic idea of taking ginger, because I'm allergic to it, and it's an emetic for me. Makes me barf. Oh, my God. So I'm just, I have to be sick to my stomach. If it happens, it happens. I feel your pain because when I was in the first trimester, I was like, oh, I'm going to eat these delicious ginger candies to settle my stomach. And they were not enough to cope with how nauseous I was. And then I barfed up ginger candies. Yeah. And now you can't eat ginger candies. I can't. I just can't be around Christmas trees because it was so funny. (laughs) There's a very specific kind of Christmas tree that just makes me feel like I'm going to throw up because I was lying on the couch next to one. Incredibly sick. The same reason my mom can't be around the old school Winnie the Pooh theme song. That's so sweet. Oh, my goodness. associate them. When I realized that smell I was smelling that was upsetting me so much was the Christmas tree, I opened the front door and I threw it straight out. (laughs) That is so something I can see you doing. You just she-hulk it and just toss it out. Ornaments and all. Yeah. Like, Matt will deal with the tinsel when he gets home. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. I'm not here for you tree and drag. You're not my problem. (laughs) Fuck out of my house. Making me barf. <laughs> but you didn't throw the baby in your stomach out. That's what was really making you barf. If it wasn't I could the tree's have, fault. 
at that point. Sorry, Lids. I have one more thing about food and drink that's a mystery. It's weird for Washington. There's a lot more for the Northwest. The mystery soda machine. Mm. Have you been there? Been there. Done that. What'd you get? Oh, yeah. Uh, Jason got a dad's root beer and I got a cream soda once. And then I Mm. went back with someone else and they got something weird and I got a Diet Pepsi. Oh, okay. Uh, Not far off. No, he can, he, they, it can be stocked with anything. And a lot of times he does the weird, you know, like barks root beer or whatever, like stuff that you would buy at Atticus, but comes in a can instead of a bottle. Because as I found out, most novelty sodas come in a bottle, not a can. Intriguing. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, So for, for everyone, the mystery soda machine is on, it's in Seattle. In mm-hmm. the heart of the Capitol Hill neighborhood, and mm-hmm. it's the world's most mysterious soda machine. Bet it you is. didn't know there was such a thing. It's on the corner of John Street and 10th Avenue East. And yep. it's like a rusty 70s looking machine. Yep. Everything costs 75 cents, right? It used to cost a quarter. Uh, as f- I think in now, I think we did have to feed it 75 cents. I don't recall. Yes. No, the legend is that it never runs out of stock. And yeah. who installed it, who stocks it, and who collects the money are all a mystery. Mm-hmm. But it had, as they call it, the modern antique, used to have Coke, Mountain Dew, Pepsi, and Barks, which is bananas for one machine, right? Yes. Like, those are not... Absolutely. Usually, it's just, like, one company will yeah. be, like, Coke, Diet Coke, other things in the Coke family. Right. But this was Coke, Mountain Dew, Pepsi, and Barks, and then you had a mystery button that would yeah. produce, let's see, according to one report, after spending $5 and change on the mystery button, the machine huh. produced six different brands of soda, none of oh which gosh. had their own button on the machine. Oh, my gosh. Yep. Now, every button is a mystery. They've upgraded it. <laughs> yep. Yep. Yes. That man knows what people cared about. And it's mm-hmm. fun. Why do you think it's a man? I'm sorry. There was a thread on Reddit once where a user was like, I cracked the mystery. I staked it out. And I've got photos of this man stalking the mystery soda machine. And people were like, fuck you. We don't want to know. Oh, shit. Somebody put soda in the mystery soda machine? Yes. Get out of I, town and take a yeah. bus. I know, yeah, right? You shit, but, dude. Way to, yeah, like, fucking yeah. R- rip the right? beard off Santa. I was going to say, do you tell kids at the mall that that's not the real Santa, too? God damn. But it made me really happy how excited people are about it being a mystery. And, like, you want to know, but you don't want to know. Like, I always want to know how a magician does a trick. But as uh-huh. soon as they tell me, I'm sad. So I don't well, actually want to know. Even then, like, somebody stocks the machine. But, like, why? Is yeah, he the one who knows who selects the soda? Who pays yeah. him? Why do they do this? Exactly. Why do they sell it below market price? Why? Mm-hmm. How do they, like, choose what to offer? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah and if I recall, some random like, ass shit out of that You machine. can. And our, if I recall, like, our cans weren't expired. It wasn't like some, you know, convenience store trying to offload their expired stuff. Yeah, or like crab juice. Or right. Aloe. Right. Clamato. <laughs> so gross. Ugh. No, oh gosh, everybody should go to the mystery soda machine. Just do it. Just because it's novel. It's mm-hmm. so fun. I cherish the people in this world who try to make it a slightly weirder place. Yep. Yeah. Yep. There's. I hope there's a special heaven just for weirdos mm-hmm. like that, and I hope I get to go to it. 
I was going to say, I hope I get to go yeah. as a celebrator of the weirdos. But as like, se- yeah. who was like, you know what I'm going to do is my thing. Mm-hmm. I'm going to make a mystery soda machine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's going to be the mm-hmm. world's most mysterious soda machine. And it's going to so give strange. you bizarre stuff. Because I've heard it yep. makes like out of circulation stuff sometimes. Yep. It makes like international cans. Yep. It yep. makes, it can be like pretty straightforward or it can be absolutely from outer space oh yeah i think it's a portal to another dimension i i think that there's some store in india that every now and then like an agave nectar soda goes missing and they just have to write it off and it's because it somehow ended up in yeah the mystery soda machine you know absolutely i want to believe i think that's the only way it's possible you said you got a cream soda yeah, I got a cream soda at least one of the times. I thought it was Jason got a root beer and I got a cream soda. And then the next time, I don't remember who I was with, what they got, but I got a Diet Pepsi. And I was like, oh, very good. <laughs> you know me. The cream Thank sodas you, were for me because I don't like like Pepsi and Coke. Yeah, you're a weirdo mm-hmm. like that. I don't care for um, them. What, are they, what do they taste like, Devin? What is the uh, cola taste? I mean, cola's good. It tastes like brown. It tastes like sweet sugary it brown like brown <laughs> but like good brown like not good brown not like a bowl no. of brown from game of thrones where there's like dead cats and shit in there there you go i don't know what you're talking about because i don't have cable because i'm cultured and i read books you don't read talking- game of thrones <laughs> <laughs> nice try dude you got halfway through that and realized you were in trouble yeah, didn't you I know it, and I'm like, can I just sass through it and say the next thing real quick? Um, sass I'm right through do, that. Change the subject. Right through it. What I'm going to do is I'm going to have a place, and it's called the hole in the wall. And what oh. you do, Liz, is that you you stretch your arm through this Isn't hole in the wall. Isn't that your gay bar? My gay bar is called Members Only. Thank you for the setup. <laughs> My new idea is called hole in the wall and you stretch your arm through a hole in the wall and you hand you hand the person three dollars and they and have they to hand be you a, a sausage <laughs> perhaps this has no, been it, done they, they, they hand you a donut because it's called hole in the wall oh okay and it's a mystery donut it's not a donut hole why would you do a donut hole that is less donut because it's called hole in the wall the hole is the donut why are oh, you going to no, get donut holes? Home. I gotta <gasps> close the door again. Uh oh. Uh oh. Shut them out. Put the box in the way. No, it's hole. This is a sound business decision. Hole in the wall for donuts, not donut holes. I eat all the donut holes. That's the quality control. Okay, that makes sense. Do you get to pick what kind of donut you get? No, that's the mystery part. It's like the mystery machine. You shove $3 through this hole in the wall, and then I've got three flavors that I'm making that day, and I just randomly give you one. You know who I want to call out right here right now is hipster donut shops that ruin a good thing. Oh, my God. Are you familiar with the thing I'm talking about? Because goddamn, I encountered in Durham. (laughs) Look, if you have, like, a sugar donut with sprinkles, don't put, like cardamom on it god damn it some shit right here's some raw nutmeg on the top fuck your face get out of here with that (laughs) you know i apparently that's my phrase i don't know where i'm coming up with it phrase now just get the hell away with that like "Mm, a delicious chocolate cake donut we covered it with curry yes quit Mm -mm. while you're ahead hi liddy come here babe come here come be on my show for a second 
Hi, bud. Oh, I pick you up. You're wearing a love dress. How was church, honey? Good. Yeah? What did they talk about today? Uh, they kind of talked about Paul. Paul, okay. He had a lot of opinions. I remember that. <laughs> yeah, was there good food after? Yeah. I got them kind of those cupcake thingies. Ooh, nice. Vanilla but or chocolate or what? They weren't cupcakes. They were just muffins. Mm. But but some but some of them were just stacked um like soft crackers. Ooh, stacked up muffins like soft crackers? Yeah. That sounds delicious. Sounds amazing. You smell so good like orange and vanilla and outside. That's because <laughs> I was outside. That's right. Can you hear her, Devin? I can. I know I don't I don't think she can hear me, so I'm no. Oh, she's stealing an earbud right now, so she can. <gasps> oh, Liddy can hear me, I hope. Yeah, oh. I can hear you. Hey dude, I wish I was eating muffins with you. <laughs> well That'd be... they were very, really good. Were they? <laughs> oh man, I love muffins. Now, Liddy likes to hear some Ouija Broad stories. Sometimes she's heard about D.B. Cooper, and she's heard yes. about Bigfoot. And do you remember the Gray Lady of Hasita Head? Um, no. And um, there was the guy who was working on the attic. Um, and what he, happened when he looked in the window? Um, he saw um the Gray Lady behind That's him. Right. And what did he say after that? There's not supposed to be a lady in here. Yeah, that's yeah. what he said. He said, I'm not going to work in this attic anymore. And um, he, no, and he no. But before that, he, 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 um, looked, um, um, away from the window to see if it was a ghost, but yeah. no one was there, so he knew it was a ghost. That's how he knew, Ooh. and he said, I'm only going to work on the outside of the house. But then he broke a window by accident. He said, I'm not going to the attic to clean that. But then what Oh, happened? no. Um, um, Ruth swept it into a neat little pile. That's what she did. Oh, yes, she did. It was She's so helpful of her. Ghost. Yes, he's the tiny ghost. She's the tiny helper. ghost. Oh, I love yeah, a good helper. But, she, but people can still get freaked out by her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that can happen, even if though she's a helpful and nice ghost. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's upsetting when you're not expecting to see someone there. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah, I'm always startled. Nope, I've never heard a ghost either. Me neither. I don't think our house has any ghosts. Too bad. Yeah, too bad. But <sighs> but I told Daddy that that what if we saw ghosts? What if you <gasps> saw a ghost? What would you do? I would be so excited. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because I would really like that. What yeah. kind of ghost would be your favorite to see? Um, the gray man or the gray lady. Who's the gray mm-hmm. man? Um, Daddy told me that the gray man um is kind of a stop sign. Um, and and that stop sign is a warning to say there's a storm coming. So he he only shows up when a storm's coming. Oh, and he Ooh. warns sailors. Um, he warns um everyone. Oh, that's really good that somebody's there to do that. That's yeah, nice. He does that. But oh, good. He, but I think he's a nice ghost. That sounds really good. I love the nice ghosts. He sounds very nice. Yeah. Okay. Sounds really helpful. He's helpful. Um, t- He tells people that the storm's coming. Oh, good. That's, That's really signal. good. Can yeah. I send you downstairs to Daddy now to go check in with him and maybe watch a little something? Um, sure, but... 
but um, I'll go ask him if I can. Okay, that sounds good. Do you want to say bye bye to Devin? Bye bye, Devin. Bye, sweetheart. Uh, um, I'll see you after after lesson quest. Yeah, I'll talk to you soon. Okay. <laughs> bye. Bye. <laughs> Thanks, honey. I am oh putting my, my headphones. But Thanks for bearing with that bug. Oh my god, I love them. Oh my gosh, you're stuck I love to me her so with much. Your dress. So, what's the quintessential Washington dish to you? And you think about if somebody was like, Devin, you're from Washington, I'm going to make you a Washington dish. Well, I think, I mean, I'm not going to deviate too much from what I said at the beginning, which I think okay. was like the, the cedar salmon. The, yes. I mean, it's going to have, I, I guess we, we start with, what's our appetizer? It's probably some kind Morels. of, yeah, yeah, uh, some kind of bisque with local mushrooms and maybe clams. Mm-hmm. And then we've got cedar plank salmon and some kind of wild forage salad. And then you've got cougar gold cheese as part of the cheese and then the peaches and crepes, despite you hating them, and apples for that I don't course. hate crepes. You hate grapes. The fruit. No, oh, grapes, yes. <laughs> crepes, no grapes, yes. <laughs> oh, my God. So, and then... I don't have my good headphones on. You don't have... <laughs> You need your listening ears. And then you, ears. You, you have the coffee. Uh, there's this micro-brew that was served to you with dinner. And then mm-hmm. dessert is some kind of huckleberry or apple crumble or pie. Uh, probably yes. with Tillamook ice cream. Yes, but probably huckleberry, right? Which are these magic berries that can't yeah. be cultivated. They can't, they're not a part of the agricultural system. Yeah, isn't that weird? And if you know where huckleberries are, it's a secret magic knowledge mm. that you will cut people if they try to take away from you. <laughs> huckleberries are not blueberries. They're no. not blackberries. What does it mean to say, I'm your huckleberry? Oh my fucking God. You watch Tombstone. Oh my God. It means I am. It means Devin is blushing and gushing. It means. God damn, Val Kilmer. Yes, he's so good good at that uh if you tell someone i'm your huckleberry you mean that you are ready to go you are either the person they're looking for or you are the person that is going to step up one way or another so i yeah one way or another but yeah you might not know Mm -hmm. i'm the one you need but i'm the one you need yeah exactly i'm your huckleberry fucking Mm -hmm. love that as a phrase oof done huckleberry yes (laughs) yes live huckleberry done so, if you've been listening to this, if you've been enjoying this, if you've been thinking, damn, I'm hungry for some Washington food, yep. we're right there with you. So, we want you to eat weird, but also live weird. Die weird. And stay so weird. So weird. That's how we like you. Oh, that's how we love you.